When a comet passes close to Earth, machines all over the world come alive and go on a homicidal rampage. A group of people at a desolate truck stop are held hostage by a gang of homicidal 18-wheelers. The frightened people set out to defeat the killer machines or be killed by them. This is week two of Spooktoberfest, and we watched Maximum Overdrive. Brought to you by Dustin Hicks. That <laughs> son of a bitch. I didn't choose this movie. Fuck you, Dustin. <laughs> Roll the music. guys what's up this is john welcome back to action action podcast um i'm not the host but i do the intro my name is john again and your boy james is always oh, wow. is, oh god james like is you're, coming, you're coming with these different intros every every week see james yeah, gets the well james has the ability to get to come in like with a different thing every time because he doesn't have to introduce anything he gets to be a goofy guy all right all right, welcome ball. back, guys. So James here. Anyway, John, what up? What up, what up? Dustin. <laughs> Yo, what up? Dustin. Uh, hi. Hello. Hey. So oh, wait, yeah. we're gonna we should do this and just you both you both try to like kind of host it at the same time. Yeah, oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a little bit of a. I'm gonna go on a YouTube wormhole while you guys talk about the movie for a while. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that'll happen later on during the episode. Yeah, well, 40, Forty-five minutes in, I'm gonna get. A, <laughs> Once you start getting a little, you know, a little bored of our our banter, a little bored of our bullshit. It is what happens. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Spooktober. Still in our lovely, lovely Spooktober. It is frightening. We are watching <laughs> <It's so scary>. Maximum <laughs> Overdrive this week, which is obviously Stephen King's spookiest of spook, <laughs> spooky, the mm-hmm. best adaptation mm-hmm. of yeah. Stephen King's. The scariest thing about this movie is drug addiction. <laughs> arguably, arguably true. Um, don't get addicted to cocaine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kind of glad the movie is... exists. <laughs> it's not worth getting to. Sorry, it's not worth getting addicted to coke to make one C minus movie. <laughs> I don't know if coke really brought it down that much. It's hard to say. I'm going to tell you this. I, mean, I think for all he we had know, a, Coke it might be responsible for the the few great moments. I think yeah. he had a, a very solid group of people around him that brought this movie up. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I, that's true. This movie succeeds as much as it does in spite of him. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's put that on the back burner, though. Oh, now who's hosting the podcast? All three of us tonight. Fucking son of a bitch. John, what'd you watch this week? <laughs> what is happening? My dream is coming true and I'm not hosting this thing anymore. Uh, this week, I honestly, it's like another week of nothing for me. Um, I kept up with my regular shows. I, I'm watching Fargo. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, I still didn't watch the most recent. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, the Boys, the second season is just killer. The shit. It's, it's so good. Yeah, you guys uh, talking about the boys a lot lately. Yeah, the uh, boys. Where are you at with the boys? 
Still haven't started that second season. I got no time You're right now. I got, a, I got a, I had a horror movie to watch. Fucking guy. All right, we are recording this on the eighth. How many movies? Oh, how many have I? How many horror movies have I watched so yeah. far? Let me just let me just check my little list. My hold on, hold on. Over under. I'm going to say fourteen. Mm. Oh whoa, that's pretty low. James, you got a guess? I'm going to say twenty four. Ooh, it's a little high. Damn. We're, we're, we're at 17 right now. 17. Pretty, we're in the middle. Hmm. You fucking loser. You have nothing <laughs> better to do with your life. To, you can't watch, watch these, The Boys because you have to watch horror movies. movies. I don't watch The Boys. The Boys isn't going anywhere. You know, you've watched 17 movies, but you've only posted about like four of them. Yeah, well, I'm not posting about every single movie. Why not? It should be lighting up. <laughs> you want me to post about every single yeah, movie? Yeah, why not? you should. I don't know. I'll think about that. That's what these losers on Instagram want. <laughs> they want to see. No, no. We're really appreciative of all the fans on Instagram. Well, why don't you try to make James, it sound authentic? Yeah, James, James, James is being facetious, but like this is kind of his thing. Uh, he actually really loves it. Yeah. Um, uh, Lovecraft Country is the other thing I'm watching. And I actually think it's really appropriate to watch during October. Sure. Because... Once again, I'm going to bring up, and I say this a lot surrounding uh, Lovecraft Country, but the body horror in this show mm-hmm. is, I don't think it has been, uh, I, I, I set a new standard for TV. It is just gruesome and bloody and brutal and honest, and I I really love it. Have you, are you caught up, Dustin? Yeah, I'm uh, current with Would the, you agree with yeah. me? Like oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. this is like setting. it is kind of funny like that it's bo- a lot of body horror because I don't really feel like that's what Lovecraft is known for but it's awesome like it's yeah like I, I honestly yeah, it's think it's fantastic it's setting a new standard for like body horror is always it, it, I feel weird even saying it because it's not a common thing that even people in horror necessarily talk about that much yeah it's definitely like, like a smaller subsection i feel like yeah in horror i mean cronenberg did a lot of body horror stuff. exactly that's the first thing i think of when i think about body horror is i think about cronenberg yeah. um so i think this is like i'm not saying it's going to be it's not in his shadow at by any means but like he to me is the first person i think of yeah and this show is doing something i think that is like a even possibly beyond what what he was doing yeah, well, I think I mean it's a bit different for sure too, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty awesome. Pretty, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty great. I, I they're doing their own thing, and I'm loving it. You guys like the end of that last episode with that monster? Yeah, <laughs> I did actually. Yeah. What was the uh, monster flinging the, the flinging the cops around? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, fuck cops. I also like says the, James. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, I also like the the story with the the young girl. Oh yeah, that was creepy. Actually. Yeah, that was pretty creepy. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, Omar's holding her and she's like bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she, yeah, hope she yeah. doesn't die. Actually, That's... they they do a lot of things where they hurting the most vulnerable mm-hmm. and making you just sit with that and like and, and like dealing with the repercussions of that. Like they they. I don't know. It's a pretty bold show. Yeah. T- to me, so. I think the show is like is kind of brilliant. It's really bold. It's yeah, makes you think. James, you watch anything? I watched uh, well, The Boys and <laughs> and Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft. but I also watched The Lighthouse. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Um, I would say from the, the trailer, it, it gave a different impression on what the movie is about. I can't believe you watched the lighthouse. Yeah. It just Why? shocks me because nothing screams boring uh-huh. <laughs> like the lighthouse. Oh, so I don't like, think it's boring. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. I haven't watched it yet. Like I, it's one of those things I've been meaning to watch for, yeah. like, for what, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for you, mm-hmm. you're such a hour and a half, like bang that shit out. Mm-hmm. Like I, it just surprises me because I, I didn't think that you would be interested in it. it. It looks too melodramatic by the trailers. Yeah. I liked it. Not as much as I thought I would. Yeah. Um, Do they I fuck? didn't. Do you want them to fuck more? Um, no. I fucking. I don't, I don't know what you haven't even seen it. So <laughs> No, but those are things you've told me that you like. Well, yeah. The Mermaid. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Where are we going with this, John? I thought it was interesting. I mean, I watched it with Janine, my wife, and it was just, uh, it's kind of one of those movies like we used to watch before like we got married and had kids and stuff. Like we would always go to the theater downtown and they'd be playing movies like this. So it was was kind of like that kind of like indie like indie movies a little bit more so, artsy so it was kind of nice to watch a movie like that who made this dozen oh robert eggers the guy that did the witch yeah that's right so it, it was interesting i had no idea where it was going um yeah. have you seen the witch did you uh did you love willem dafoe i mean they were both really good in it yeah i love william dafoe he, he was pretty amazing yeah um, but I actually I thought Pattinson was really good in this. Yeah, too. he was good in it too. Might be my favorite performance of his so far. It's kind of a mind fuck a little bit of like what's yeah what's going on, <laughs> what's real and what's not real. <laughs> so have you seen The Witch, no. James? No. Oh, I really like. I love that movie. Yeah, I, think I still think I prefer The Witch a little bit, but uh, I thought they were both great movies. That's another. I don't know. It's art house horror. Mm. kind of mind fucky movie wouldn't you say Dustin yeah for sure I mean it's very deliberately paced like it's it's like yeah. a slow building dread kind of thing it's not mm-hmm. like a you know even even the lighthouse is more more like more bombastic I would say than than the witch yeah, the witch mm-hmm. is like the outcome is not at all I think what the audience necessarily expects or wants yeah but it's like what it's been building to the entire time <laughs> yeah and I, I think I really appreciate that about the film where it's like it does what it sets out to do instead of what you want it to do mm-hmm. which is yeah I appreciate yeah. Dustin yeah you're I'm probably trying, chomping at the bit well here. I'm just you know I'm having a hard time picking which things to talk about but I'll talk about uh, I watched this movie the other day called Uninvited (laughs) from 1988. Uh, This is a movie that's like one of those so bad it's good kind of movies, I think. Um, And it'll be one I could see watching again, like with you guys or something, because there's like a lot of laughs in it. It's just like so ridiculous. It's about a group of people uh, go on this yacht and um, this cat has escaped from a lab and it has a... (laughs) It has a smaller mutant cat inside of it that will come out of its mouth and like attack people and kill them. Wow, that sounds <laughs> and, uh, awesome. It's hanging. It it's still it's like a stowaway on the yacht, and then yeah. uh, 
Yeah. So <laughs> it's so bad, but like so awesome at the same time. Nice. Uh, so I can't like say like, oh yeah, it's a great movie. You should watch it. But if you're in the mood for one of those like really campy horror movies, that's just ridiculous. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, but the really good movie I wanted to bring up that I watched, uh, I did post about on the Instagram called One One Cut of the Dead. This is I have I have started watching it. Oh, you did? I have it downloaded. Yeah, I I just I haven't finished. It. I started watching it one day and then didn't finish it, and then I think if you go back, you should start from the beginning again. I will watch it. Yeah, uh, it's it's like very important kind of to watch it in one sitting uh, because. I can't. I won't go too much into what they do in the movie, but it's about. Uh, it's in Japan. It's about these people that are making a zombie movie, mm-hmm. and then real zombies show up while they're making the zombie movie. And I won't say more than that. There's a whole lot more to it than that. But it is just one of the most creative and fun and inventive things I've seen anybody do in a while in a movie. It's not actually really a horror movie. It's a comedy. Um, but man, it's just so fun. Like I was seriously grinning like the entire movie because it's just like, it it just shows what you could do with, if you're clever and you know, you just put some work into it and some passion into it. So yeah, it's, it starts out in the first 30 minutes is like a, a single take zombie movie. But then things go very d- different from there. So I, w- I won't say more than that. You guys should both watch it because it's just awesome. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. I, it's, yeah, I never even heard of it. That's all I've ever heard about the movie, so. But I don't know things, so. You guys, I think, will fucking love it. Oh, so I should really watch it then. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, no, I just, no, maybe we should watch it. I'm saying, no, watch this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of things we loved. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the trailer for Maximum Overdrive. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. What in the dick is going on around here? A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories. And I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. Now who was driving it? I don't know. Curtis! It's coming after us! It was my first picture as a director. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let me in the dark. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. That's a promise. You're going to get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. <laughs> Jesus coming in here. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents <laughs> Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. So in the trailer for this, uh, Stephen King 
talks about how much he loved making this movie and how much uh, it is his first movie. It's his first movie he's ever directed. Mm-hmm. His only movie. I think it's the only movie he's ever directed. I mean, he didn't know that then. This was, a, what, 86? Yeah. All right. Is it a good thing that he only directed one movie? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, you know, I saw, I've seen some things in interviews where people are like, uh, oh, how come you only directed one movie? How come you only directed Maximum Overdrive? And he's like, have you seen Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. <laughs> he he has said that he he would like to direct another one, but sober this time. Yeah. It'd be an, it would be interesting to see because I don't think he's entirely bereft of the ability but no so the big thing around this movie there's a a couple big things this is Stephen King's first movie that he ever wrote and directed yeah. uh the other big thing is is that uh, he has talked a lot about how he had a, a really bad uh coke addiction at this point in his career and that he does not remember actually making this movie yeah which is saying something <laughs> since I think this is a competently made film. In, yeah, I mean, it's not like uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into it. Like, I think, yeah, I think it is a it's a it's a bad movie, but like, I think it's not so bad that like there's no structure at all. No, to it and the reality like is that he probably just surrounded himself with people. Yeah, it, well, Stephen King did not. George Romero was on the set yeah. a lot, so Stephen King did not did not like thread this together to like he he did not make this movie watchable. Um, <laughs> the people that were that he hired or that were hired made this movie watchable. Well, I would argue that some of the craziness is also what makes it somewhat watchable. But that's also yeah, probably I mean, on paper. That's before he. I don't know. There's some <laughs> of the stuff he wanted to do. He, you know. Some of the the blood and mm-hmm. you know the crashing the vehicle through the the window and stuff like there's a lot of stuff that he wanted to see and get done, but yeah, I mean I don't think it's that bad of a directed movie. Well, I for think a guy it, that never directed a movie, yeah, before. exactly. Uh, but let's do the oh you did the synopsis already. That's right at the at the top, the tippy top. But uh, let's run through the beginning of the movie, James. You picked this movie. Why he chose yeah. it, yeah. Why did you pick it? Well, I picked it because, uh, you know, it's October mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's spooky. Sorry, spooked over. I mean, spooked over. Spooky, spooky trucks. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh, a shiver. <laughs> oh, Oh, James, that shiver um, was contagious. I actually picked it because um, a guy on Instagram, Brandon Saunders, yeah. mentioned that we should watch it or, or I should watch it and... And then I thought, you know what? I'll just pick it. Let's just do it on the show. Boom. Let's fuck it. Let's Here do it we live. are. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. Is that your assessment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's why I picked it. I mean, I didn't know anything about it going into Never it. Never saw it before. Never saw it before. Didn't know any of the story behind it. Nothing. Um, oh, man. It must be so nice to just be like completely blind to everything. Like he hears... He, James is just like Maximum Overdrive. He's like, huh? Sounds great. Never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this Stephen King guy, he's going places. <laughs> like, this I, guy. I've heard th- good things about yeah, this guy. good things. I'm not saying that I, I've seen everything or I've done everything. That's, that's not true. But I've 
just heard so much about so many things that like my brain is automatically tainted. You know what I mean, Dustin? <laughs> Had you seen this movie before? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen this before. Well, why would you have watched it in the past? I watched it like, honestly. I feel like I watched it with you on like cable or something like that. Like I've actually seen this movie twice. I think. Oh. Like of of all movies I've seen more than once, I've seen Maximum <laughs> Overdrive. Like, well, now three times. <laughs> I think the T uh, TMT is that a channel back in the day? TNT. Watch Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive next on TNT. 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 Yeah. I, I feel like that used to play it all the time. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. that fucking um, a uh, AMC. AMC or something like Spike. AFI? Spike. I don't know. <laughs> Just to name a bunch of channels. Uh, it's a bunch yeah. of alphabet. I don't know. I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times. Like, but I've also seen it like the like on. I've I've, I've I've seen it like on DVD or fucking VHS or something like that. Like, I've seen the actual movie as well. Why? I have no idea. Because <laughs> it's got Emilio. Probably because I was on Emilio. the Emilio kick. I probably saw Night of the Roxbury. Emilio Estevez, the mighty duck man. I swear to God, I was there. Of course you were. You were the one who yelled the Breakfast Clubber's name. I was like, Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to go through the Emilio's. <laughs> just going to work my way through his filmography. Gonna, yeah, the, <laughs> my, the mighty duck man himself. I'm going to work through his filmography. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I rented this like a bajillion times when I was a kid. Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. Did you watch it with Andy? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure fucking I watched it with Andy. Andy. Oh, I'm sure I watched Kim it with Andy, Dan. that guy fucking haunts this place. Get out of my head, Andy. <laughs> Get out of my head. Stop trying to make Get me out do of my things bed, with your Andy, thoughts. You creep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, used, I mean, look, this, had, this was directed by Stephen King. It had Emilio Estevez. And the soundtrack was by was by ACDC. Those were like three so three like, things check, that I was check, like, check, yeah, check. yeah, yeah. Marla, going down the checklist. Yeah, nailed them all. <laughs> this is like Marla Maples is in it. Of course, I'm watching this movie. Uh, I was like, that was the first band I loved as a child. Was ACDC? It was like my favorite band. So yeah, the, an entire that soundtrack. <laughs> I'm gonna by say ACDC. I'm I, in. I, I'm so glad that you like ACDC and not Kiss. <laughs> Well, because while I'm not hey, a could fan, he, could he be worse than either? I could like Aerosmith. <laughs> I'd no, I'd I'd rather you like Aerosmith any day over Kiss. I like, mean, I like Kiss Detroit is, Rock City. That's a good movie. Kiss has at least a few good songs. Aerosmith, mm, Man, I got I like Kiss. maybe one, two. Anyway, point is, as a kid, I ate this shit up. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, that Green Goblin truck, that's just like etched in my brain forever. That that thing. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty iconic. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually a really, really great like device for the film. Yeah, because you've got a bunch of. I mean, the plot is ludicrous. I don't. Yeah, like, <laughs> should we even get into like how stupid this fucking movie is? <laughs> it's well, so dumb. <laughs> well, it was like a fifteen-page short story. But yeah, it was a, very, it was like a super short story. My problem is that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it makes no. How sense. does the gun work? Never mind. Yeah, how does the gun yeah. work? How is the how's the drive-in uh, like the drive-through thing able to talk? <laughs> like all this stuff that's like, but but the machine doesn't work that way. How is like the Walkman able to strangle somebody? <laughs> yeah, like that. well, that's the biggest problem with the movie is it doesn't follow its own rule. There's no like it it's tries almost- to set a rule, right? That the machines, yeah, the machines have gone haywire. They've gone they haywire. Kill but then all of a sudden. 
you know, some of the stuff doesn't go haywire. It's almost like somebody's right. on cocaine <laughs> and they decide they were given the green light to make a movie by other people who were on cocaine. Well, and then they all made movie a movie mm-hmm. on cocaine. And then I got an idea. This movie's going to be amazing. Okay, so like, what we're going to do? Yeah. This is there's going to be these trucks. They're going to be alive, and yeah. then there's going to be an electric knife. Yeah, and, talking, and about the, cocaine? The, talking about cocaine. Talking about cocaine. Yeah, this is people who are just like obsessed with the drip. Like they, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I you know I can see where they're going with this because it's just like okay, we got all this crazy shit. Well, but we still need to get characters to certain places, so we'll just go yeah, right. Like whatever, like this, the newlyweds, Curtis and yeah. Connie. Uh, Connie is Yardley Smith, fucking Lisa, Lisa Simpson. Simpson. Yeah, uh, they can still drive their car to get to the gas station. Like the trucks are chasing them. Why doesn't the car come alive and like run them off the road? Well, how can that kid ride his bike? Well, well the well, bike isn't, sh- doesn't no, have any. Ma- it doesn't. No, he. But he shouldn't be able to ride his bike. Based on the fact that there's like gears, like not gears, but like auto like things that you would need to like cranks and shit like that. Yeah, like, like how does the gun work? Yeah, the gun shouldn't be able to <laughs> like, work. There's yeah, no, like the buttons depress on things and stuff like that. It, does, I, I, it makes me so angry. <laughs> Here's my logic. Okay? The logic of this movie makes me so fucking mad. There has to be some kind of electrical device. So. The Walkman cord can strangle because it's attached to the Walkman. If it wasn't attached to it, it wouldn't be able to strangle. Okay. I agree with you. The gun can work because it's attached to the vehicle. But it's not attached to the vehicle. But It's through, not wired in. No, the it's vehicle. not wired in. But through the... It's like through static through electricity. The aura yeah, the, okay. through okay. static electricity. Okay. It can operate. Shut the fuck up. This is stupid. No. <laughs> this makes sense. No. Boom. James, you just... No. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna quit the podcast. Do it. <laughs> All right, Andy's gonna be your new host. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, uh, well, I mean that at least is more thought than was given uh, to this to the. Script. Everybody thought that while watching the movie because everybody's trying to figure. Okay, <laughs> so it's it's human nature to try to figure out why a. You know why? Why like A plus B equals C? Like, like that's what you. Okay, well, well, this makes sense because I guess <laughs> leap of plus plus leap of faith, fucking machine gun. Like this movie is so fucking coked out and stupid. Like we you, oh, we, we cannot talk about the logic of this film. Like I I refuse. Because it's so <laughs> it's, off the it's table. so dumb. Well, it's so horrible. I hate it. Yeah. Okay, but let's just go to the end for just a second. Let's fast forward all the way to the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, we get this like title card at the end that Where tells it made us me read. That tells us oh, that, 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 yeah, the asteroid. That tells us the asteroid passed after a certain amount of time. But then it also throws in this thing about Alien. a Russian satellite shot a UFO down. Yeah. So wait, was it the fucking comet or was it the UFO that was doing this? No, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was the UFO that was. So then, what did the comet have to do with anything? It was, it was hiding it behind covered. the comet. Oh, yeah. it was hiding behind it. Dustin. Oh Jesus, this guy is blowing my mind open right here. <laughs> so it's fucking, not very well written that title no, card in a way that makes no, no. it make can any you, kind of sense. Can you no. imagine how much clout? A coked up Stephen King had in 1985 <laughs> when he walked into a meeting. 
And he's just like doing like mad rails <laughs> while talking about this movie. And this, the execs were like, You're like this guy is yeah, a fucking hit yeah. machine. No, this, this guy. is a green light. Yeah. I'm putting, well, I'm putting 10 million on, <laughs> I'm putting 10 million on this, this fucking, this drain, this cocaine drain of, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's no, I think, yeah, it was just like, he had all these hits and it's Stephen King. So, Whatever you want to do, Pick right? What and you want and to he do. had been involved in like some of his stuff had already been adapted yeah. successfully. He'd worked with Romero and Savini on Creep Show, mm-hmm. so like his most but his most popular adaptation at this point must have been The Shining, which he pretty much disavowed. Uh, yeah. Well, at least that would have been probably the most critically accepted, I'm yeah. sure. But I honestly think it was greenlit just from someone saying Stephen King. Sure. Machines coming alive, trying to kill people. Sure. Greenlit. He's yeah. going to address Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's, that's a green, it. That was a greenlit. I mean, that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into some of the characters, though. Like, let's talk about some of these all right, people that all gather at the Dixie one. Boy. <laughs> at the Dixie Boy. We got, number one, we got Bill Robinson by uh, the Mighty Duck Man himself. <laughs> Emilio! Emilio Estevez. I love this. Emilio's accent is... Mwah. Mm-hmm. This is Italians kissing pasta. Mm-hmm. This is something. <laughs> he just plays himself, right? Like his it's earring. Just oh, that earring! Come on, he's cool as fuck. <laughs> he's got his earring. He's got his like insane laugh that he like lets out every once in a while. Yeah. I, I I love. I I think he's great. Yeah, he's great. Pat uh, Hingle. Here's Hendershot. He calls everyone Bubba through the whole fucking movie. Which one's he? He's the guy that runs the gas station. Oh, he's it. great. Classic. He was Commissioner Gordon in the Tim Burton Batman movies. So next we got Brett, played by Laura Hank- Harrington. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't really recognize her from she's other the stuff. She's sexy, sexy she's, girl? Yeah, she's the cool girl. That fucks uh, Emilio? Yeah, I think she's pretty cool in this. Yeah, I think it was a shame because they, they played her off at the beginning that, you know, she's she can hold her own. She yeah, and then later own. they kind of shy away from that, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and then she's just Emilio's... Side piece. Side piece now? Yeah, um, it's yeah. she comes off a lot more tough good. at the beginning. That's the other thing is like the first... 10 minutes or so of the movie the intro stuff i think it's pretty fun like we see that coach getting killed by those shooting pop cans yeah that was one, awesome and the one kid gets run over by steamroller steam i love it and it's got this stupid like he's using the psycho noises in this movie. i actually it's like almost that. like this movie's made by somebody that's on cocaine <laughs> the part where the kid gets steamrolled is by far the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't wait. To, I want. I can't wait till we get to the part where we talk about our favorite parts, scenes of the film. <laughs> well, apparently they're like uh, they had put some kind of blood bags under that steamroller, so yeah. that when it rode over, it would like they would, sh- but it like shot out so much blood that they were like, no, we can't have that in there. And Stephen King was like, oh, it's fucking great. We need it needs to be in the movie. Yeah, because he was like, throw some blood bags around the dummy. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, it was just like, there's so much blood. And I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> well, they took the blood out, unfortunately. Yeah, but I love the part of the scene, though. Yeah, no, that's... that's uh, yeah, so where are we? And I like this kid, uh, Deke. 
He's hold, probably the best the actor in this movie. The thing is, it's he the same is, same sort of thing that you're talking about with the Brett character. She like she has she's cool at the beginning, and then mm-hmm. she kind of like fades away more mm-hmm. and more as the movie goes. He seems really cool at the beginning, and you're like, oh, I like this kid. He has like something about him that you like right away. He's a survivor. He's a survivor. Uh, he's got the, you got that scene where he's riding through the streets and seeing all the dead people and everything. Uh, and then like it kind of just like we don't see much of him until the end of the movie. Then, yeah. After that, I do have to say at the beginning when he's kind of riding through the streets, that scene with the lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, can we just wait? I want to hold this off because we're talking about my favorite scene of the entire movie. Okay. What are we waiting for? Well, we, you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Want, we're, we're working on. We wanted to work this. So, uh, we, we got the newlyweds like we talked about, uh, John Short and Yardley Smith there. Um, she's annoying, but like in a funny way, I think. Well, I think that she's, it's, she's supposed to be like this sort of, this movie is actually is set. Like everything about this film is set up to actually be (laughs) awesome. Yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. Like the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah. And then handy drives. He's the one with the green goblin truck that he drives in. Frankie Faison Uh, went on to be in the wire, of course, as Burrell. Who's the, um, Who's the Bible salesman? Oh, actually, I don't know uh, who played the Bible salesman. You have to look that up. Because he has he has my favorite line in the entire movie. Which? Let me tell you right now, boy and girl, that this beautiful American Truthway Bible with fine gilt edges and full-page color pictures can be yours for just nine ninety-five. Now, wait a minute. Before you say anything, let me tell you something. This Bible has everything in it, from the creation of this beautiful world of ours to the fall of mankind. It'll give you protection in time of danger. It'll give you health in time of sickness. It'll give you fineness, the vinegars, the judges. Son of a bitch! Out of the way, bitch! This guy's such a piece of shit. Yeah. I like how it, Well we already it, knew that too though Because when we first get introduced to Brett She's hitched a ride from him And he's like feeling on yeah. her leg and shit But and it's also a very It's so Stephen King To like cut down the holy man Yeah show the religious like, guy it's for, such, for the like, hypocrite that he is it's such, a, like, it's such a Stephen King thing to do Which is like that's like, Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you've read obviously a lot more than I have. <laughs> he, but like, he, he will often he, show religious people in some would say an unfair light. I'd say a, I'd say a fairly pretty fair reasonable light. light. <laughs> but he, yeah, he loves. To, I, I don't know. It, it just uh, it's really funny, like a laugh out loud kind of kind of moment. Yeah, James, you funny, would, James, you shit. would probably say LOL. That's kind of your thing. Uh, <laughs> kind of your yeah. cup of tea. You love saying LOL. Lulz. L-M-A-F-O. <laughs> that's one of yours. That's one of your bands. No, that's his band that he loves. Oh, that's, oh, that's your band. L-M-F-A-O. Yeah, L-M-F-A-O. Um, I don't know, guys. This is going over my head. <laughs> uh, then we get, we get that opening scene, too, in the arcade in the Dixie Boy uh, truck stop, where uh, that all the machines start going haywire, and they're, yeah. they're spitting out their coins and their cigarettes and stuff. Yeah. And so that dude is in there and he's collecting all the shit and stuffing it in his yeah. pockets. Uh, did you guys recognize that guy? No. No, I love that. I thought that was so funny, though. That was uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. He is owns Los Hermanos, the Los Polos. Really? Chicken, uh, yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't watch Breaking Bad, so. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I heard it was overrated. Motherfucker. By who? I don't know. That's what the people are saying. <laughs> That's what they're saying. 
Anyway, that's him. He's the By guy in the arcade. Fucking contrarian <laughs> yeah. monthly. Contrarian <laughs> monthly. I thought that was quarterly. That yeah, uh, it should be quarterly. <laughs> fucking sons of bitches. Anyway, I think that scene's funny. Like all these opening scenes where they're setting it up. No, the thing are is, all pretty good. I thought it's really, really fucking funny. Like the first, I would say the first third of this movie is fucking hilarious. Then he gets like zapped by the the arcade machine. Like the, I don't know. He's like looking at the screen and it's like hypnotizing him with weird images and shit. And yeah, then, I'm like, not saying that this movie is like, okay, so I, I, I talked about like Coke. That's the biggest thing about this movie. That's what, that's what most people who have heard about this movie and heard anything beyond just like the plot. Right. No. They it's, also would drink a lot, like five o'clock every day, the beers would come out. Yeah. And they would start drinking. Oh man. No matter if they were in the middle of shooting <laughs> or not. they're still shooting. That sounds like my work. <laughs> yeah. For... <laughs> 3.30, 4 o'clock, everything's... 9 a.m. Um, time. Uh, <laughs> there is an actual great movie here. And, like, I was recasting this film while watching it. Oh, like if like it was a modern remake sort of thing? Yeah, and I think it would be amazing. Um, it... it there's something here. There, there is a, a yeah. skeleton. There is something here that would be an amazing film. Mm-hmm. I do think. Yeah, I think after that first ten minutes, you it never gets uh, as good again. There's a few highlights throughout. I think um, moments that are fun. Well, that's because it gets boring. It gets really boring in the middle there, where I guess they're just waiting around. They're just hanging out at the gas station because the trucks are driving in a big circle around the whole gas station. These, all these rigs. Well, so and it's like uh, we we can't leave. So the big problem with that well, is they also find out that there's a cache of weapons yeah. in the for some reason in the basement of the gas station. The thing yeah. that sucks about this movie and the reason that like it's not fun is because. There is no logic. There is no rules. Yeah. And they break their own rules. This is like a common trope. Like, have rules. Mm-hmm. Follow them. Yeah, Everything I mean, ends up okay. But, like, if you have no rules, you're lost. It's just hard to follow. You're hard. To, it's hard to follow. It's also hard to just be like, well, I don't give a fucking shit. Like, you're just, like, making shit up. As right. On the fly. On the fly. Whatever, it, whatever you think is going to be cool for a scene, you just do it even yeah, if it, it doesn't adhere to any kind of yeah, standard. And, and that fucking I mean, sucks. So my thing is, like, so what's the point of all of it, though? <laughs> like, I know we talked about, a, you no, know, there's, there's like no, an alien. There's no, there's no are, point. Are they trying to say they're trying to kill everyone? or Yeah, are, are like, aliens using, somehow they're using this comet to infect or control yeah. the machine so they'll kill humans. I get it. Because okay. like in 1986, you're thinking there's going to be like this like anti-consumerism. There's going to be like this like like Stephen King. Like right. that makes sense. Like there's... there's it's, a- it's funny. That, right. Because like King, obviously, he wrote a lot of those kind of themes in his novels. And yeah, his novels are like horror paperback. You can look at them as kind of junky schlock. But he wrote them in an elevated way compared to most of those types of stories. And he was able to work in a lot of good, uh, serious themes to think about. Exactly. But he doesn't, he doesn't do that in this no, movie. No, and he, like, he's, a, he's a person who has the ability like, and, like, to write that into 
what he's doing. Like he, like you think, like are we doing like an anti gas, like, like like fossil fuels? Is this like a anti consumerism thing? Like these are like really common traits in his books. And there's just nothing there. No, I like, think, I mean, James I think is totally the, right. I think the movie boils down to is just like a survivor's tale kind of thing. And there's nothing more but to it than that. he did that in The Mist. Like, he did that in, like... Yeah, and The Mist is a short story um, from the same era. But, like, so why are all the trucks circling? Why don't they just drive into the... Well, I don't, yeah, I and don't at know. the end, there you, is no, there's no like. I, I understand. And I'm trying to make sense. Then they, of, like, you know, the, the, we get the scene later where the trucks uh, want them to fill them up with gas because they're going to run out of me gas. Hungi, me hungry, <laughs> me truck, me hungry. And then all these trucks from they all use over the place. Morse code on the horn. Yeah. Bah, 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 bah. Good stupid. thing somebody was there that could uh, understand that. Morse well, yeah, code. the kid. Fucking kid. Deke. Uh, because otherwise they'd just be like, well, I guess we're running out of gas and then we're useless. Yeah. I feel like this really sucks. Uh, <laughs> but I actually want to talk about our favorite scenes. Like I uh, Now? <laughs> I feel like there's not much to talk about more. Oh, there's lots more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you can get into a lot of these little yeah, bits. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so not only was uh, the cocaine affecting them, but they had a... A big problem with, I guess there was an Italian crew there. Oh, yeah. That was like oh, shit. all the crew members. So Shit. Oh, fuck. So they Dustin, had. Dustin, Dustin, you know how James gets around Italian. I know. He has a thing. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Spaghetti and uh, spaghetti. Uh, he likes that you said Mario's ad. Bada boom, bada bing. Or whatever. <laughs> he, says, he says that's. Boom, bada bing. He actually says that's racist. <laughs> Uh, Giuseppe no. Pizza. He I don't gets, know what else can I think of. James gets really fired up. Like he's absolutely not Italian, but he gets so mad. He defends, he defends like he them. just loves Italy so much. Lo- well, yeah. Go ahead, tell us what. Uh, how, how sad were you when you saw that pizza delivery car had crashed? <laughs> oh, where was this? <laughs> it was in the the scene where Deke is riding down the street and seeing all the dead people? Oh, right. <laughs> Forgettable. <laughs> all they spoke was Italian. Oh, really? So they had to have an interpreter there. So if Stephen King wanted something done, he had to say it to the interpreter, for the interpreter to say it to the crew, for then the crew to say something to the interpreter. Like, it took... So why do they have an Italian speak? crew? That's so weird. It had to do with the producer. So he oh, needed you know some... De Laurentiis. He spoke cocaine to somebody. <laughs> they, and had then, to, they had to translate and it. And that person translated <laughs> cocaine to Italian. Yeah, I guess. That could make sense. I actually think... A great movie would be a movie about them making this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, uh, it could I, be very entertaining. Like that documentary about the island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, something like that. Or uh, that guy that made uh, Boondock Saints. There was a documentary about that. Oh, I saw that. Whoa, that guy. Overnight. That guy sucks. Troy Duffy. Yeah, yeah Troy Duffy's. <laughs> a, that guy sucks. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, it's too bad. Maybe I don't know. Maybe there's a there's been a new Blu-ray this came out recently, so maybe it has. Maybe there's some making of shit on there that would be interesting to watch. But they also ah. said uh, I read some stuff about the stunt crew. They were absolutely horrible. They did a lot of things that either got people hurt. Right. The, the didn't the DP lose his eye? Yeah. So. They didn't remove the blade from the lawnmower from the lawnmower scene. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. And then it rode over like a wooden block and shot a chip, like a piece of wood into the 
cameraman's eye. Yeah, the cinematographer. Jesus Christ. And he sued Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I think they settled out of court. But Who's the bigger guy that works at the truck stop? Uh, like the guy that owns it or like no. the, the younger dumb guy? The younger dumb guy. Yeah, I'm not sure that what actor huh. that is. I like it when he's like, like sleeping and they're like, Emilia like pats him. He like sits <laughs> up and he's like, whoa. Oh. How about when he's taking a shit and you hear all the shit sounds? Yeah, happening? I love the sounds of <laughs> oh. shit. Do it. Yeah. Feel here. Tell me, man. Does he really got a lot of firepower down the cellar? Well, you heard him tell me to shut up, didn't you? Oh, come on, Joy. This is serious. He's got a lot. Grenades? Well... Well, what else? Flamethrowers? Rifles? What? You're gonna get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. Guess you didn't realize it, buddy. We already in trouble. Talk to me, Joey. Everything. He's got everything. Now go and leave me alone, Billy. <laughs> and he's reading a porno mag Thanks. on the toilet. Yeah. Thanks. Pat Pat Miller is the guy's name. Okay. I do. Hey, hold on, hold on. Doesn't brought up an important thing. What? Poop? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we all just appreciate Emilio's uh, <laughs> his bedroom wall? Bedroom wall. Is that supposed to be his room? I don't know, but uh, I don't know. Let's all just say. Uh, Oh yeah, because the guy gets diesel. He has a bit of a ice. bit of a display, like the scenery. Yeah, like, like the, scenery. the scenery. Reminds of, me of a place I worked at. The lunchroom was just that was the whole wall. Reminds, I mean, when I was a kid, if you went into an auto mechanics garage, yeah, that's Re- what that's what it looked like reminds, every fucking time. Also, just a whole bunch of centerfold, yeah. spread leg ladies, these goddamn <laughs> snowflakes. Reminds, can't handle this shit. Reminds me of a house I lived in. <laughs> Called the Winchester House. Oh, yeah. Where somebody, I don't know what his name was, possibly James, bought a whole bunch of... Did I? I yeah, so. you bought a whole bunch. Of well, that's what we played that game where you had to do a shot every time certain... Uh, oh, that, we, read the, we read the sex that letters. That game and then, was fucking awesome. Yeah. But James bought a whole bunch of penthouses from the 50s. Oh, is that what it was? From the oh, from like the from the flea market or from something? the flea market, yeah, yeah. And we had we had all those nothing uh, but bush. Yeah, we had all those uh, those uh, centerfolds <laughs> on the walls. Well, yeah, the you're hall. not supposed to tell people these we embarrassing put, youthful stories. No, the funny thing no. is that we put them in the hallway. I think I still have them. Yeah, they're in the hallway. Somewhere. They were by like Josh Slay's door. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, Josh Slay, suck my dick, you fucking loser. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Pat Miller. <laughs> I digress. Uh, so he talked about how bad the stunt team was in that scene where he's filling up. Yeah, the gas and then the, the gas, truck pulls away. Yeah, and the truck pulls away. Well, the hose was just supposed to rip out. Okay. Instead and, the... and so the hose was just supposed to be stuck into the bottom, but one of the guys glued it in there. Okay. So it's, it's stuck in there when it flung out. It dropped him to his knees because it sacked him. Oh, shit. That's why there's like a quick shot. Like it cuts really quickly. Right, right. And then there's a shot of him holding the hose. That's why. Oh, that makes yeah, that makes sense. There's so, also the scene where the, the car comes through the 
yeah front entrance of the front entrance and, and i guess where everyone was set up it was like way too close oh shit and people like almost got seriously hurt from that like there's see now this is why you don't do cocaine you can do cocaine and make a terrible movie and that's fine <laughs> yeah but you're like you know you're in control of this stuff and uh or you're supposed to be and people are getting hurt yeah it gets a little problematic pretty so, fucked up that shit yeah so was there any other like um uh, well there, there was like the lawnmower one but so not only that but also like the special effects team they had issues because they got all these trucks from basically the junkyard yeah and they were constantly breaking down uh, oh yeah okay so could see that so things were just so delayed all the time and no wonder he did so much coke. <laughs> a lot movie, of downtime. It sounds like this movie was fucking so boring to make. <laughs> well, it gets pretty boring to watch. Like after yeah. after that uh, opening um, and a few scenes, then you then it really slows down for a while, I, and they're just like, not, it feels like nothing's happening for a long time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they find the cash guns downstairs, which is ridiculous that. Freaking Pat Hinkle for some reason is keeping like an arsenal for an army in the basement of his gas station. That's just America, bro. Do you have a reason, <laughs> James, America. why Emilio's in this movie? Do I what? Do you have a reason why Emilio is in this movie? No. Okay, I was like, maybe there's like a, <laughs> someone like you know he 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 almost shouldn't be in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel with this movie. Like there is there is so much information and in interviews. Mm. About this movie, that mm. like it, it would take like a week of just watching oh, you know videos, what sifting, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sifting through to find the the good stuff. You know what I want to do? So I think that one day we should do. I propose we do like a an actual hard research into this film, and we do a uh, mm-hmm. like a commentary while watching the film. Oh yeah, we have never we never talked about doing a commentary track before. That's something to we should, think about. Let's think fun. about that. So while we think about that, like uh, James, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? I would say the first third of the movie uh, is great. I wish they continued that for the rest of the movie where it's, you know, the kid through the street trying to, you know, not be seen by the ice cream truck right, and the yeah. lawnmower and... But my favorite is, would probably be that pop machine taking out the coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, All this, and it takes out a couple of kids. Yeah, it takes too. out a couple of kids. I just, I really like that kind of stuff because, you know, I just like the character of the machine and it's kind of like it pauses and then it'll shoot some more out. I, I guess it's, it's another thing. It doesn't have the mechanism to do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and that's so that's the thing with these trucks. I just find these trucks to be boring. <laughs> yeah, well I mean the Green Goblin one is cool. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's cool, but uh, and it's Hold- a good idea to put a face on at least one of these things because otherwise yeah, they're just a bunch of car- <laughs> cars driving around. But it's only cool in the introduction and when it's used once. Like yeah, it gets used a couple times and there's like the it has like the red eyes and stuff in the one scene. But like it's not <sighs> It's not an. It's not a there enough to really. No, and so that's why it's like you. You got the pot machine. You got the lawnmower. You got the ice cream truck. You Don't got, forget about that beautiful steamroller. <laughs> yeah, you got. Okay, you got the steamroller. You got the arcade. You got the. Uh, 
the cutting, the yeah, the electric knife or electric whatever. knife. Yeah. So you you have all these things, and it's kind of like interesting and cool to see how they're going to come alive and how they're going to attack and kill people, mm-hmm. right? But then but after the, that, it's just. But trucks. then after that, it's just a bunch of trucks going in a circle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I guess it is kind of smart when they bring in the army jeep with the machine gun because at least that's something a little bit different. Than it the is other. unless you think about this movie is. That's cool. Unless you think about it. Yes. Once I mean, you can't think about anything because it comes in, it like opens fire into the gas station and kills like three or four of them. Right. Yeah. Uh, including that waitress who keeps getting so upset saying like, we made we you. Made, we made yeah. you. That, we made you. That's James, pretty awesome. that right now. <laughs> I want to say my favorite, I was going to say my favorite scene of this movie is, mm-hmm. is when we flash back to the, is it Bobby or whatever the fucking kid's name kid is? Name? Deke. Deke. When we flash back to him and he has that, that bike through his neighborhood. Yeah. Like that is the best scene when he's just like, he's biking through and he's seeing Dead person, dead person. Yeah, because it's like eerie. When he sees that dead dog, that <laughs> shit is so fucking yeah, funny. That's hilarious. It's so funny. And then he somehow sees, the toy car was able to kill the dog. I still don't understand how it killed the dog, but there's like blood all around the but dog's you know mouth. What? I, like, it doesn't matter. It, that, it's cool. <laughs> that scene is so fun. It doesn't even bother me. Um, when it shows was, like was that, it, was he going for a, a dependence on technology message? Is that what the, what he was going for? Because that's what it that's seems a, like okay, from the opening. Let's let's get into that in, in a second. But it shows the the girl with like I think it's a um, hair dryer. Yeah. Do they show her boob? I don't know, but she's hanging out of her window and it's like wrapped around her neck. Like mm-hmm. I, like that was I was like I was like watching. And I'm like, is that how they try to sneak in a tit? Like, I don't. I didn't even notice that. Well, I know I'm. I, I, I'll I have to watch it again tonight. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they did. I'm just like wondering if like that's how they try to sneak like a boobings tip into the movie. <laughs> no, I think it's just hey, she's blow drying her hair, and this is what happened. And then she went out of her bathroom, and then like she went to the window, and then she felt tits first out the window. <laughs> I, I mean. Guess. I would have liked to have seen the scene with her drying the hair and then it like oh, gets really hot and of like course you would, scorches Dustin. her face or oh, something Dustin. like that. Oh, that would be cool. This yeah. is Dustin. Yeah, well, fucking. This but is, this well, is topless. What, okay, John. Yeah, sure. Dustin, <laughs> this is what thing is. This is what Dustin wanted before this movie. This is just what, his, a woman blow drying her hair. This is just his thing. <laughs> Scorching her face. Um, yeah. I, The one I wanted to see would have been the lawnmower. Right. Because that's just like such a great urban legend. Like we were raised in the eighties. That was always the scary thing. The right. scary thing was always Kid like got their hand cut I, off by the lawnmower. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. like war amps, like they lost their foot. They lost right, their right. toes. Like the lawnmower was always the scariest thing. I don't know, man. Scarier than a clock. Remember when they go to that one place, uh, Curtis and Connie stop at that roadside and there's a dead guy laying there and then he like goes to see and he's like he was changing the hands on the clock and then it's like spinning around and there's blood splattered all over the clock. I was like, the little clock hands yeah. killed the guy? <laughs> they started spinning so fast, like a razor blade or something. 
Yeah, so like I just I love that. Like I think just the idea that like the the lawnmower killed them just because of like how it was so built up in my like child's sure, me- yeah. brain of uh, uh, uh of like lawnmowers being dangerous, which when reality it's just like don't fucking mow the lawn around your kid, asshole. <laughs> like well, I think a lot of kids got sent to mow the lawn. That was the whole thing, right? And they'd like, oh, let's look at the fucking underneath the lawnmower. Yeah. But that, the fuck, they have they have a release. As soon as you let go, they stop. Not, not the old school no, ones. No, not the old school ones. No? Yeah. No, not no. when I was a kid. Didn't have that. Those are those, we didn't have those. Those were those fancy ones. That's where the rich people had those hey, releases. Hey, uh, did your dad, was your dad ever like... Uh, after you like painted something or like done something with like I don't know stain or something on your hands, did he ever just like, dump gasoline on your hands? Oh, as pro- a way yeah, to yeah. wash, to wash it, off? it off? Yeah, sure. Well, that shit works, man. <laughs> I remember our dad just being like, "Ah, hey, yeah, well, let's go wash it off." Yeah, here's some gasoline. Hey, here's some, some gas. Here's some paint thinner. And he just, he <laughs> totally. Just, he just literally. Poured gasoline on our hands, and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, no, everything's everything's cool. This is mm. copacetic. Do what you gotta do." Yeah, man. Anyway, age were, age were dumb. <laughs> anyway, that's my that's my favorite scene of the whole movie is just like him going through the neighborhood. I love the um, I love the lawnmower. I love when the lawnmower starts chasing him because it ca- it figures him out. Right, yeah. It catches goes, him. Sees him and starts chasing him. But I like, I, it sounds very crass, but I just like seeing all the dead people. <laughs> Again, how they died and how so ridiculous they, it all is. Mm, yeah. It's just really funny to me. I mean, the thing is, I think the idea of them being stuck in the gas station isn't necessarily a terrible idea. But you'd have to have done a lot more to make it a dynamic thing. Because... There's lots of movies about, oh, people are stuck in a place. Even The Mist, they're stuck in the fucking grocery, grocery store, store or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there are stories like that where it's like, okay, you can do like a sort of one location thing and have it be a, an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. But if you've got, like you're saying, all these trucks are just driving around in a circle and now we're just kind of like twiddling our thumbs like, okay, what are we doing here? Like, we're not, not exploring anything new with the characters, really. We've established who they are. And there's nothing new really going on there other than like Bill is, Emilio Estevez is like threatening to punch Pat Hingle because he's like a scumbag. But there's not much going on there. This is not a bad concept for a movie. Yeah. It's really, it's it's actually a really fun idea. Like I I said earlier, I I found myself like recasting the film Mm -hmm. like with modern, with with modern people. Who'd you have for Bill? Oh, I didn't pick Bill. Um, Charlie Sheen, Taylor, <laughs> his brother. Uh, uh, I'd say, uh, what's the guy? Spider Man. Uh, you said that last time for something. Tom Didn't Holland. You, Tom Holland. Yeah, you well, really like that guy. Yeah, he likes this Tom Holland. Yeah, he's a lot. great. He's great. Uh, you I know, would cast him as the truck. the Bible salesman. <laughs> I don't know. What are you thinking, Dustin? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I didn't actually spend time in my mind like recra- recasting it, but I think you could totally do it in a fun way i think it just needs to be completely rewritten i think i'd rather have instead of a diner they're going through the town going like 
store to place store, to place, yeah, and, making their way through, and, and they encounter like different things in each yeah, place. That'd be they, more dynamic for sure. Uh, yeah, they and, pick, they pick people up as they go, but then they're they're still they're still the truck. Mm. Oh, it's like pursuing. It's them. pursuing them, but it's kind of like going around the block or trying to find them. Well, what I mean, could they'd be never, fun? They'd never be be able to use that Green Goblin face now. <laughs> what well, what could be fun in in James's idea of it is is that they could like they go to store to store and like depending on the store they're in, then they could have different like yeah, you'd have different things situations. come alive. Yeah, yeah, right. Like deaths, which would, yeah. which would be which would be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun, and that's what I. Th- think is the funnest part of this movie is the beginning where you have all those different things mm-hmm. i think the whole the truck yeah okay the face on the front of that one truck yeah that's pretty cool but it's cool but they don't they don't do they don't utilize it. any of it and i mean then, they bring it in at the end and it's like when they finally decide like hey let's try to get away from this place instead of just staying here right then they fairly easily get away yeah, and then they and then the truck chases them down to the the boat dock, and then or it just whatever. blows up. And they just blow it up with a rocket launcher. And then they use a, a boat that bazooka. has a motor to get. Does it? Out did they take a motorboat? I thought they took a sailboat. They, they a sailboat. took a sailboat. Oh, but it has a motor. But they use a. Yeah, it has a motor to get out into the. Yeah, the logic I think, is it supposed to be as the sun is rising. That was the end of the the comet's influence or whatever the fuck is supposed to be going I, I on in this know. movie. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think um, there's a bunch of fun bits, mostly at the beginning, but some some later stuff that's spread in. But it does just slow way the fuck down. So then, like watching it last night, I was anticipating having a lot more fun with it than I did end up having. Yeah, where I was, I was like, oh shit. I just this think it's a lot more boring than I remember. I just think the middle just takes yeah. all the fun out of it. It drags big time. And not to say the end is really that much no, better. The, that's the other thing. Is they don't build to an actual cool finale either. Like you just, okay, they got away on a boat. Like, Well, they <laughs> escaped through the drainage ditch. Uh, which they should have thought of a long time ago because they already had gone through it once to save, to I try know, to save that guy. I, know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just the whole thing is. You got the scene where they're just like, filling the gas and they're taking these long shifts where they're filling all the truck like all the trucks from like miles around yeah. are, are lining up to get gas from them and it's like okay i mean what is this like in What's service the point? Of, yeah. yeah it doesn't really go isn't anywhere. the point just to kill all the people i guess but they needed some alive to fill them up with gas again because like i don't understand what they thought they're gonna do like what was the plan okay so then if the aliens i don't know it doesn't there's just nothing there to I, put I anything together to make any okay, kind of sense but yeah. so dustin talk to you specifically because you've read stephen king i've read trucks a long time ago but because you read stephen king novels mm-hmm. this guy <laughs> sucks he has a has a endings. reputation for en- bad endings uh, uh, so one of my favorite, i think it's a little overblown but one of my but favorite there are some bad ones one of my favorite stephen king novels under the dome <laughs> yeah two two thirds of a great book or, or um, three quarters of a great no, book i would even. say it's i'd say it's like like five sixth of a great <laughs> book but okay, that ending the math here that ending is terrible <laughs> sure yeah like the, ju- the the justification for you know for the let's, book. let's talk about that for a second because you're bringing up something interesting here. Every time he does anything to do with aliens is when he really stumbles. He's, it, he's, he's, he's yeah. got he's got the Tommy Knockers, which is roundly considered one of his worst novels, even by himself, which is about aliens. 
You got uh, Dreamcatcher. Mm. Mm-hmm. That like definitely considered to be one by far one of his worst novels. One also about favorite. aliens. One your your favorite. favorite, James, about the ass aliens. Yeah. Uh, oh, James. And ass then you've got so here, here's an alien. James there's Wynn. an alien plot that we're involved with here as well. That doesn't really make any sense and doesn't really go anywhere interesting. But it's almost like he uses aliens as a way to just justify something he cannot put into words. Do you know what I mean? Like, he just can't... He can't just, like, he can't sum it up. Like, the guy's a... He's a fucking genius. Like... No, no, he's a smart he's guy. A, he's he's brilliant. Like, seems to trip over aliens a lot. But he just seems to just be like, uh, and then, uh, aliens. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, and then aliens. aliens. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, both Tommy Noggers and Dreamcatcher have their fans for sure. But yeah, it does seem like every time, for some reason, and I don't know if it's just coincidence that every time he does something related to aliens, it kind of. Is a big like woof, woof. Yeah. So I mean, like as a not <laughs> as much of a, a Stephen King aficionado as Dustin is by any stretch of the imagination, uh, it just feels like every time he brings up to to me, uh, aliens, it just is like fuck, everything falls apart. Right. Like, but I assume you guys loved the soundtrack, right? Right. Well, Actually, come on. Okay, I'm gonna so. say <laughs> this about the soundtrack. Yes, I loved Slaps. it. So. <laughs> You know, it's ACDC, but there was nothing that really stood out to me. <laughs> well, what about the Who Made Who song that they made for this movie? It's like, you know, tying into the waitress's things where she's screaming about, right. We made you. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I don't know. There was nothing that what stood out that's like, oh yeah, it's ACDC. Other than there's the ACDC van at the beginning with that bridge. To me, right. there was... Oh a yeah, co- the drawbridge scene. We didn't talk about yeah. the drawbridge scene. Yeah, to me, there there were just scenes where the music I thought was really like apropos. Um, yeah, I mean, it fits the era too, right? Eighty mid eighties. It just feels like uh, yeah. I, no, there's it actually fits scenes in the movie. Fairly yeah, well I do times. like that drawbridge scene where the two guys are playing cards. Yeah, they're playing cards. Yeah, and you know the stuff with the drawbridge and then the cards like falling down to the side. And then the old guy's just going on some rant. He's like screaming at the other guy. Yeah, like just You're supposed loose. to be your clothes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. The live street, the crossbars never went down. Huh? I'm gonna have you, goddamn stupid asshole. Can't you see we've got a situation here? And you can so you see the watermelons like crashing through people's windshields and shit. It's yeah, a, it's kind of a fun idea for a scene. I did like in that scene where the woman goes straight through the windshield. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, this is the type of movie. Like, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that is the one the one thing with this film is, like, when he does kill people, he does a good job for the most part. Yeah. Unless I mean, it's it at the basic could've, could've ass bitch. It could a little bloodier for me. Well, when it's, yeah. the, when, when, it's at the, when it's at the gas station... Mm-hmm. It's kind of sucks. So like, oh, the truck hits a guy. And but everything outside of the gas station is like, ah, oh, man, that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The, Good the, job. The non-gas station Good kills job. are better. So we don't like anything at the gas station. 
So I like, like the idea. It just it's just kind of boring once you when you're watching it. it yeah, yeah. they should have had more interplay of what the characters were doing because the stuff they do show them just isn't. You're not developing those like we talked about when we were doing VFW. The inter- the relationships between the people in the bar. Yeah. And then that whole movie takes place in the bar. And yeah. it's And it's a good fucking movie. Yeah. So you could do that here. It's You have to like do things between these characters that make you want to watch them more. Because we don't really get, okay, now Bill is having sex with Brett. Okay. Yeah. And, There's got to uh, be more the dialogue. Wait, the waitress is losing her shit. Yeah. And like there isn't anything else There's there nothing. to like latch on. But they also, yeah, they, they don't do the thing where like they... Sh- like they don't do the exploitation things like they should do for the film that they're trying to make where they don't have like that incredibly explicit sex scene. <laughs> like they but don't really liven this thing up. Well, no, but like <laughs> that's, but that's kind of the movie he was trying to make. You know I, what guess. I, mean? Like, I mean, he would have thrown that in there if that's what he was trying to make, wouldn't he? Um, my guess is that been cut. my guess is that the actors actually said no. Good for her. <laughs> I mean, which so- I'm, which I'm, Totally okay. So it's a rated R movie. I just don't like what. Yeah, but we've talked about this too. Like, yeah, in the eighties, there was stuff that was violent, but like it was very easy to get uh, R ratings or be told that you had to cut something back. You're gonna. So this would be like PG in Canada. Yeah, especially you know if it was released now, absolutely. This is in Canada. This is a PG movie. Sure. PG thirteen. I mean, like, you do is... have a kid getting rolled roll, over by a steamroller. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, and like, but that's and, in the first few minutes. In a, in America, I mean, violence doesn't mean anything to them. This is like a G movie. Yeah, yeah. They're probably like, this is patriotic. <laughs> uh, they're still more anal than we are about that stuff. There's no anal in this movie. I don't think. <laughs> I think I missed that part. Oh, sorry, yeah. guys. Was there you didn't anal see the anal scene. Oh, right. I well, I'm going to bump it up a star. <laughs> there you go. The tail. All right, let's scene. rate this motherfucking movie, James. All right. What's your rating? What do you think? Boop 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 boop. All right. So my reaction is a four, which. <sighs> what well, you know? Whatever. I'll leave it at four. Uh, but overall, two point eight. Uh, my reaction's a five, which is definitely generous. But I do have some leftover fondness for this from being a kid. Uh, and my score is a three point four. Uh, so my reaction's a three. Overall, I got a three point four. Same as you, Dustin, isn't it? Yeah. Overall score is the same. So my before we get to where it goes, or if it goes on the list, um, there's a lot of people that like this movie, or. Yeah, a lot of people have fond memories, for sure. I guess it's just the nostalgia. Like they're like, they're like of... me. They remember watching it and having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just... I, no, I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's, hold on. What what James is saying is like really interesting. Like, So a lot of people like this movie. Um, why? Why do they like it? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, should we put a thing out there? Well, like, like I was saying, too, like... When I put it on last night, I was expecting to have a lot more fun with it than I did because I right. remembered liking it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and I think I've seen it somewhere in between in the years since then, but it, it didn't live up to what I remembered for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of it is that image of the truck is in people's minds. Right. Um, you know, Emilio Estevez is fun. The fact that Stephen King. Stephen King. But should we put it? Should we put it some kind of challenge out there? So like to our like to the people who are are going to listen to this, 
and maybe put a post up like a couple of days after this comes out and being like, hey, what are the reasons you love it? Did you love it or did you hate it? Mm. What would you rate it? What would you rate it? And maybe we should do that all the time. Actually, it's kind of a, <laughs> kind of an interesting idea. Do you love it? Do you hate it? What would you rate it? Well, that'd be stealing from uh, from the needle drop guy. But uh, is that a thing? Yeah, he says that at the end of all his YouTube videos. Hey, did you love it? Did you hate it? What would you rate it? You're the best. You're the best. What should I review next? <laughs> yeah, this guy. We're, we're not rappers. <laughs> yeah. This guy's not a cookie getter. This guy, this guy would have been burned as a witch a hundred years ago. I am down with the sickness, though. Well, that's true. (laughs) I'm interested because you want to hear what what why the reasons that people like it. I want to hear. James has brought it up. Like people like this movie. I want to hear. Yeah, let us know. I want to know. Where? Oh, wait. So, are we going to put this on the list? Mm. No. I don't know. I vote no. It's, well, it's really up to James. I mean, there are enough components that I think you can consider it an action movie. They, there's machine guns and bazookas yeah, you're and right. truck chases. And I vote we do. I uh, changed my mind. All right. So overall, 3.2, we'll put it on the list. Okay. I feel like we've been hanging out in the the basement. I don't know. Well, come on. What did we do? We had VFW last. Well, what was before? True. What was before that? Uh, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, showdown, little Tokyo. Showdown, Come little on, Tokyo. we've had some good ones. Ah, yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> so this ends up where on the list? So three point two. That puts it right in between two bangers. <laughs> Cyborg at one twenty nine. And hard ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> What hard ticket to Hawaii is way better? <laughs> well, it's ahead of this movie. Oh, it is. Yep. Okay, I'll take it. Hard ticket to Hawaii is three point four. I'll take and this it. This movie's three point two. So new number one twenty nine <laughs> with a bullet. Before we end the the podcast, it is my pick. Yes. This week. Next week. <laughs> well, it's my pick. It's his pick this week. This week for, to next, do for week. next week. <laughs> All right. Okay. We got All that right. cleared and up. And we are. <laughs> I have chosen to do what I see as a classic. Is Hocus it Pick. Hocus Pick. Hocus Pick. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus I watched that last week with my kids. Oh, how'd they like it? Uh, they were very spooked. Oh. Spooked. Yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid. That's what I should have done. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, man. Why didn't you do Ernest Scared Stupid? I'll do it next so year. I'm next year. year. Next year. So I'm picking the thing. The thing, the John Carpenter. What thing, thing are you picking? <laughs> the oh, the, the thing. thing, the thing. The I'm thing. picking the remake of the Holy original The shit. Thing, but I'm picking the thing. Is it an action movie? I don't know. And here's the thing: I the do thing? not care. <laughs> we are watching this movie next week. I am so fucking excited. Sounds good to watch this again. I love. This movie. Yeah, I mean, this, this movie is amazing. I truly like, I truly love this movie. Like, and like, we are, I think all three of us are, in, especially since we've been doing the podcast, James, I think you can agree, we have become huge John Carpenter fans. For yeah. sure. Um, I actually never seen this movie until like a year, two years ago. A couple years ago. Yeah. I, I think I showed it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, any opportunity Eyes we, opened. we have to watch John Carpenter just. 
completely destroy i mean this could be dangerous this could go if it if we end up putting it on the list it could go dangerously high because it is absolutely one of my favorite movies ever yeah so i love this movie i'm so excited i hope everybody who enjoys this podcast watches this movie this weekend and uh yeah if you for some, some fucking reason have not seen the thing yeah like me watch the fucking yeah, thing treat yourself watch <laughs> like me the two thing. years ago um, so until next week thank you guys so much for listening please check us out on, on Instagram at Action Action Podcast on uh, what's the our movie Letterbox Letterbox <laughs> Action 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 it's Podcast. the same every week yeah, it's the same every week Action Action uh, but uh, watch the thing don't be a fucking asshole and we'll see you next week